0: I'm speaking to you from Toronto today, and while I'm away from Israel, the daily shir will be given by Rav Horvitz. Uh, that'll be the live shir, and to the best of my ability, I'll continue to upload a matmon every day and to post it as, uh, as we normally do. The uh, shir today on Daph Yud Aleph deals with the somewhat paradoxical implications of the Pasha of the Nazir, a man who sets himself aside for 30 days of holiness called the Nazir, the Nazirite, uh, during which time he doesn't drink wine, he doesn't cut his hair and various other things, and at the end of the period brings a korban, brings a sacrifice. And in one place the Torah refers, refers to him as kadoshi, this person is considered holy. And in a few sentences later it says, alav the kohen who attends to his sacrifice will atone for him for the sin which he did over his life. And our Gemorrah says, Ama Shmuel kol Shmuel introduces us to a principle that a person who unnecessarily fasts, who unnecessarily deprives himself of food, or of anything for that matter, is considered a chote, is considered a sinner. There's no virtue in deprivation. And the Gemara says, he must clearly hold like Rabbi Lazar Hakapar, who said in the name of Rebbe, in the son of Rebbe, who said, What does this verse mean, that this Nazir will be atoned for the sin that he committed? What kind of sin did this person actually commit? That explains the Bryse. He did commit a sin. For 30 days as an act of of religion, as an act of religious fervor, uh, he deprived himself of wine. Now. We might go 30 days without drinking wine, and that's not a terrible sin at all. Uh, but here he actually undertook by a vow of Nazir, he undertook as a relig- as an expression of religious sanctity, the deprivation of himself of wine. And that's the problem. To actually make a practice out of deprivation, Shmuel says, is considered sinning. We can learn. This person who simply deprived himself of wine, nothing else, is considered a sinner for doing just that. How much more so if one deprives oneself from, uh, from more than that, from any, anything else or everything else, how much more so is such a person considered a sinner? Rabbi Elazar, on the other hand, Rabbi Elazar disagrees with that which the the Brice says, and and therefore would disagree with with Shmuel, and says Nikra Kadosh. On the contrary, And Azuri is called a holy person. He it, it it says this man is holy. He grew the, his hair, he didn't take a haircut during that time. He's considered an Adam Kadosh, a holy person. This one who only deprived himself of one thing is called holy. How much more so somebody who deprives themselves of, of so much more. And so we see two different worldviews about deprivation as a religious practice. We see Shmuel, he says, it's considered sinning. It's absolutely not allowed. And we have Rabbi Eloza, and that's based on, on the Bryce of Rabbi Kapar Berebi. And then we have Rabbi Eloza, who holds the opposite, that in fact a person who does that is called Kadosh. Uh, on the next onward, turning the page, Resh Lachish or Resh Lachish says, Nikra Chasid. He's called a, a, a pious person, a Why? Gomel Chasid. Uh, that if a person uh, takes care of himself, that is considered a Chasid. That comes from a posseck in, in Mishlei, uh, chapter Yud Aleph, uh, posseck Yud Zayin. On this Reish Lakish, when Reish Lakish says, Nikra He is called a righteous person. It's not clear who he's commenting on. Is he commenting on Rabbi Elazar and saying that somebody who deprives himself and fasts is considered a Hasid? Or is he commenting on, on Shmuel and saying that not depriving yourself is an act of righteousness? And we see this difference in Rabbeinu Hananel and in Rabbeinu Gershom. And we've spoken a lot recently about these two extraordinary authorities, uh, Rabbeinu Hananel and, and Rabbeinu Gershom. Both of them, the bridge between the period of the Gonim that followed the whole Babylonian, Babylonian period of the Gomorrah and the Rishonim. Um, and Rabbeinu Hananel leads the center of Torah in North Africa, into what is today Tunisia. And Rabbein Gershom leads the establishment of Torah in, in Western Europe, uh, which later become the schools of, of Rashi and Tosfot in, in Europe. So these are two very, very primary sources for us. But they understand Raj Lakish very differently. Says, if one does not fast, if one holds himself back and does not fast as an act of religious expression, we're talking about, obviously, fast in addition of those that are prescribed. That is a righteous person. If a person takes care of himself and sustains himself and and takes care of his of his health. That's an ish chesed, that's doing kindness. One can do kindness with oneself. You don't only have to do kindness to other people. Of course, doing kindness to other people is a wonderful thing, but you can do kindness to yourself as well. That's important too, explains Rab, Rabbeinu Chananel in the words of Rash Lakish. Rabbeinu Gershon learns the opposite and says, Lakish, that it's one who's actually fasts. One who does fast is called the Choset. And he learns Gomel uh, Nafsho very differently. Rashi explains it and says, Gomel Nafsho ish Rashi goes the same way as Rabbeinu Gershom and says, One who separates himself from food and drink. And the, the word Gomel comes from Kemo beYom Higamel Et Yitzchak, which means when Yitzchak stopped being fed by his mother. Um, at that time, at, at that that stopping of being fed is called gomel. So, although normally we talk about gomel chesed to do an act of chesed, which is to give something to somebody, in this case it would be to give something to yourself. Uh, nevertheless, in this particular case, Rabbi Nigershim and Rashi learns that it means if you deprive yourself, if you withhold something from yourself. That discipline is an act of chesed. Uh, so Rashi, as we've as we've seen, goes the the root of Rabbeinu Gershom, and Tosfot goes the root of Rabbeinu chananel Quite interesting, although uh, Rabbeinu Geshem was the forerunner of the school of Tosfot, but here Tosfot goes the root of Rabbeinu chananel and says <laughs> If a person doesn't fast, he's called a chassid. That's what Rash Lakish is saying. He's affirming what 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 um, uh, what, what Shmuel said that if you do fast, you're a sinner, and therefore says Resh Lakish. And if you don't fast, if you if that's not the way that you express your religiousness, that's righteous. It's a righteous thing to take care of yourself and not to put yourself under unnecessary strain and stress. The Rambam seems to paskin. Like Shua. And he says a very important piece in the beginning of, of Hilchot De'ot. Hilchot De'ot is the section of the Rambam that deals with character and with behavior and with, um, with Musar. And he says, Since we learn in Pekeavot that jealousy and desire and honor. The pursuit of physical things is bad and, and they can cause a person to lose their lives. I will just remove myself from any of these things completely. And I will go to the other extreme. He won't eat meats and he won't drink wine and he won't marry a beautiful woman. He won't marry a woman and he won't live in a, in a beautiful uh, dwelling place. He won't dress well. He'll just dress in in very rough material. Like the non-Jewish priests. This too is a bad thing to do, and one isn't permitted to do so. And if one does go in this way, one is called a sinner. Again, along the lines of, of Shmuel. And then he brings our Gemara from the, with the case of, of the Nazir. And therefore, our chachomim have instructed us, says the Rambam, not to deprive ourselves other than from that which the Torah has de- has told us to keep away from and and uh, not to take undertake any other more severe practices than the Torah gives us. As the Torah Gemara says, Is it not enough what the Torah has forbidden that you have to still forbid on yourself additional things? And... Um, and therefore, that's not the way to go. Um, and as, as Shlom HaMelech says, says, says the, the Rambam, as, the, as um, Shlom HaMelech says, there's no need to be too much of a tzaddik. You don't have to be a tzaddik more than the Torah actually requires of you. So clearly, the Rambam seems to be going in the way of Shmuel. Interesting, though, the Shulchan Aruch doesn't necessarily go that way. And in Simon Tafkuf Ayin Aleph, the Aruch says, If you sit in fast and you keep many days of fasting, other than the days that are already given to us, uh, that's considered a holy person, provided you're able to, to carry it off. You're able to do that. If you're not able to and you make yourself ill, if you're not healthy, then you're called the a sinner. So the Shulchanoruch resolves the views of Rabbi Elazar and Rabbi and of Shmuel to say they're both correct. It depends whether you're up to it or not. Shmuel means if you sin if, if you take on a fast when you're not up to it physically, that's a that's a chote, that's a sin. And Rabbi Elazar says if you are up to it, then it's a great thing to do to take on fasts and to discipline oneself and to hold oneself back and to practice the self discipline. That's really a good thing to do. Um, is that's how the Shulchan says it, but the Rambam doesn't seem, to, doesn't seem to go that way. What's interesting is, though, to notice that the Shulchan Aruch his halakha in Hilchot it the laws of fasting. In the laws of fasting, he says, if one is strong enough, one may take on extra fasts, and that's an act of sanctity. The Rambam doesn't make his comment in the laws of fasting. The Rambam makes his comment in the laws of de'ot, in the laws of attitudes and approach. And therefore, what I would suggest is that the Rambam is talking about the approach. He's not talking about if you really are up to it and you find that there's a need to, 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 to fast. Uh, you're not doing it as an ideal. You're not doing it as a religious practice. Then, yes, you might be called a kadosh. That might be a, a, a wonderful thing to do. But to take it on as a religious practice with the intention of this is the right thing to do. This is what I should do more of. That's what the Rambam says isn't isn't the right thing to do. Um, and even if one's strong and healthy, one shouldn't do that unless there's really a reason to. If we um, look at Tosfot on on our piece of Gemara, Tosfot asks um, that, that it's clear that you're not allowed to damage yourself other than if you're fasting. And it's Shmuel himself who says that in Bova Kama. So Shmuel himself allows fasting. Why here does he say that you're not allowed to do it? And the Rambam, that Tosfot goes through and comes with the conclusion that... You're not allowed to do it, but sometimes you have to, even though it's a chet, even though there's sin involved, sometimes you've got to do something which isn't ideal, something which is not only isn't ideal, but is in fact wrong, but in certain circumstances you have to do it. And we have an example where if somebody has a terrible dream, uh, on a Shabbos one of the things we do is a ta'anit chalom. there's a fast day afterwards, so as to free one from the thoughts of the dream and from the ill effects of the dream. Uh, and you have to do that even if it's on Shabbos, or one may do it even on Shabbos. And then you have to fast again as a an atonement for having fasted on Shabbos. So you see, clearly says to that fasting on Shabbos is not allowed, but sometimes you have to do it. In the same way, depriving yourself of good things and, and delicious things and food is not a good thing to do if you don't have to do that. We're not talking about going overboard. The Ramam is very clear that one can't be extreme in either way. So we're not talking about becoming a glutton in any way. But to deprive oneself of the pleasures of life that the Torah allows one is sinful. However, there are times where as a practice of Teshuvah, one, one wants to do Teshuvah, one wants to refine oneself, one wants to bring oneself back on track, one's, one's let oneself loose and you want to pull back a little bit. To do it for that reason, then that would be a, an act of kedushah, that would be an act of sanctity. Uh, so that the Rambam is talking about an approach, an attitude, and the Shulchan Aruch in, in the Hilchot Tainit is talking about the fact that technically, if a person does a fast for the right reason, um, that that would not be the the end of the world at all. In fact, that could be something quite positive to do. If we look at the Mishnah bruer actually brings the the, the Vilna a comment that the Vilna makes. makes, um, and and by the way, it's quite clear that that from Rabbein Chananel also that Rabbi Loza, who says that. Um, if one does cause oneself to suffer, and for example, by fasting, it's okay. Rabbi Kahnel adds in a few important words. L'shem he does it for the right reasons. So again, what the Rambam is talking is to make a religious practice. That's not in order. But to do it for the right reason. If you have to do it, it's okay. And as Tosfot says, yes, it's not ideal. It's not the best thing to be doing. But sometimes it's necessary to do it. The Mishnah Berurah brings the the view of the Baalei Bussar that say if you want to discipline yourself and you want to uh, make things a little bit harder for yourself so as to bring yourself back into self control, you don't have to do it with food and with other pleasures of the world. Uh, you can do it with speaking. Just hold back on what you say. Be careful not to say anything that, as we discussed the other day, evil pair, anything which is foul language. Be careful not to say anything which is lashon hara, anything which might be be false, anything foreign battalion, just to talk in a way that isn't even necessary. If you want to deprive yourself, deprive yourself of unnecessary speech. That's quite painful too. And that's a great act of self-discipline. The Mishnah Brewer says, the Vilna Gorn mentions that too, that that's that's the way to do it. Um, at the very end, in the in the sources, I've brought you a, a medrash from Pashat Bahar, where Hilal Hazaken used to go every day from the Beis Hamedrash, and they used to ask him, "Where are you going?" And he used to say, "I'm going to do a mitzvah." And they would ask, "What mitzvah?" And he would say, "He's going to shower. And he's going to take a bath." Uh, and they would say, "What's the mitzvah in the case?" And he would quote this at this very possible of Gomer Nafsho Ish Chesed, um, that just as if the if one is in charge of the king's statue. You would keep the statue beautiful and clean and take care of it properly. So our bodies are, so to say, statues. They're images of Hashem. And we, as the trustees of those images, have to keep the image shining and polished and and in good state. And, And that's also learned from this process, realizing the importance of taking care of ourselves in every way so that we are able to reflect the glory of the humanity that we are, the glory of Hashem's image which we carry with us the glory of the sanctity which we project around us.